0: You're listening to the Up In Your Business podcast, episode 031. On this show, I share two truths that create a life worth living. We don't recognize that our life is valuable. We don't always recognize that our life is a place of power. Welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. This show is about intention transparency, and insights from business professionals sharing their personal business. Discover what they've learned the hard way so you don't have to. Empowering a new breed of self-aware leadership, here's your host, Angus Nelson. Hello, hello, welcome to the Up In Your Business podcast, building you to do business better. So glad to have you here today. If this is your very first time coming along for the ride, welcome to the journey. So glad to have you a part of the community. I hope you enjoy yourself uh, while you're here. Now, we're going to start off uh, right away, and we're going to start off deep. So uh, buckle your seatbelts, because here we go. Did you know that where you are is not where you're going. The person you are uh, has been the culmination of what you've done, experience, and ultimately how you've processed all of that in your mind. But what if what you've processed isn't altogether true? And if it isn't true, what you have processed about your past may now be what is now a limitation, or a misunderstanding, or even error, and you perhaps are dragging that into your future. So that's a small notion of what I'm talking about today, and this week I was going through some old videos, I was trying to find something uh, for someone, and I, I stumbled across one of my old talks, and it's not a very long presentation, nor is it one of my Better ones. However, I do believe that it reflects a profound shift in much of my thinking um, as I've, you know, grown, or I guess you'd say the evolving of Angus, if you will. And this can be your story too, if you let it, that being an ever evolving you. You see, I believe that life is filled with paradox. And I've mentioned this before, but in particular, There are a lot of psychological propensities we all have that cause us to immediately think we should do one thing to accomplish or attain something else, when in reality, we need to do the exact opposite. And rather than explain this, I want to show you. So let's begin with an audio from that video that I found. And, and my apologies for it not being the best of quality. After all, it's like 10 years old. So please bear with me. But let's take a moment and listen to that. Uh, today I'm going to talk to you about my favorite subject and yours. It's the subject that you were born with. It's the subject that you see in the mirror. It's the subject that you think about, dream about, wonder about. It's this thing that we all call me. I'm going to talk about my favorite subject is me. Me is what makes all that I am, the way I see myself, the way I see the world, the way I see things around me, the way I see everything all comes down to how I see me. And we're going to start with this simple fact that I was born as me. I came into the world, and as coming into the world, all the attention was drawn towards me. Everybody in my family, my grandmother, my grandfather, my mother, my father, everybody put their eyes, their affections, their time and attention on me. And it was wonderful because everything was about me. Then I got a little bit older and I started to get gifts and presents, whether it was for Christmas or my birthday. And everybody came to see me and to watch my cake and the candle get blown out. Why? Because it was all about me. And then I, I got a little bit older and, and of course, uh, people were doting on me and, and, and sharing their affections. And I started to ride a bike and they started to play sports. And my parents would come and my brothers and my sisters would come. And it was all about me. I got a little bit older and then I went to junior high and then of course to high school and of course I started to hang around with people and I hung around people according to how they looked, how they dressed, the kind of social economical environment they were in because, well, you know, it's going to reflect how. Everything about me. Because c- it's all about me. Uh, in, in addition, the kind of people that I would date, because obviously I got to that age where I was kind of fond of the little ladies. And I would only date the girls who obviously you know, had all their teeth, had all their hair, were very pretty and fair. Because it was all about me. And they reflected how I looked. Well, of course, I got a little bit older, got off to college, and I started to get into the sexual realm, which is really kind of ironic, because I really don't need one of these figurines for sex to enjoy myself, but then again, it's nicer to have that person, but it didn't really matter, because it was all about me. Every relationship, every place I went to, everything I did, whether it was in my school or my workplace or or where I uh, played my sports, everything I saw, everything I thought was all about me. I would walk into a room, the door would swing open, eyes would look, and I would immediately think about me. Who am I going to talk to? Who am I going to express? And there's two types of people in that kind of situation. When those heads turn, the introvert would think, do I have spinach in my teeth? Or do do I look okay? Is my hair in place? Am I going to say something that might put my foot in my mouth? Or there's the other person, the extrovert, that says, look at all these people. Look at all this excitement, new stories, new relationships, new people. That's kind of how I am. I'm a little bit of an extrovert. And so when I walk in, it's all about me. Then I got a little bit older, of course I got married and then I got you know a career and things started to change as I started to realize that what I once thought was about me kind of had to, a little waver to it because after all my wife didn't really want to communicate with me as much and my children they didn't want to connect they didn't want to to have anything to do with me my coworkers they were upset my 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 boss wouldn't give me promotions but I thought this was all about me and i'm not really sure at what transition i realized this is not about me well i'm here to tell you that there's two great days in your life the greatest days you will ever experience number one is the day that you're born and of course unfortunately that's also the day that you discover me the second greatest day of your life is the day you discover why why are you here why are you breathing air on this big ball of dirt What is your purpose? What is it all about? Well, I can't really answer that for you. I don't think a teacher can answer that, or your boss, or your parents. Nobody can really answer that, but I can help you get to that conclusion a little bit quicker. It's when you realize that none of this is about you. When you finally come to the conclusion that none of this is about me, none of the relationships, none of the business practices, none of the ethics or moral values, none of the interactions that I have with my family, my friends, None of this is about me. My life is to serve. And the quicker that I get to that perspective, the quicker I'll find that life can be far more enjoyable. Because now I'm not worried about the finances. Now I'm not worried about dating the right person or, or getting to the right position or having that office with the corner view. It's no longer about me. It's not about my education, the number of letters behind my name. It's all about how it relates with others. How do I take these experiences? How do I take this education? How do I take everything that's been inputted into me and share that with others in such a way that displays value and worth, dignity and honor? These are things that maybe to some might be a little old-fashioned, but in all reality, it's life. Well, life being the opposite of death, of course. Because you could be the person who's All about me. And all you do is you're like a little leech. Whether it's spiritually, emotionally, physically, all you want is everything about you and you suck the life out of other people only to bring death. Or you can seek your life to give life to others. To make your life a breath of life by inputting into them how much they're appreciated, how much they're valued, how important they are. The greatest move right now in all the corporate sector is servant leadership. Inputting into others, realizing that this life is not my own, but this life is to give away. This life is not about me. And the sooner you realize that, the further ahead you'll go, whether it's in promotion, whether it's in relationships, whether it's opportunities, because you care about others. That's what's going to change your life, and that's what's going to change this world. So I still believe this, that... When you get outside of yourself, that's when the real magic of life really begins. And today, I want to share with you two truths. Uh, The first is this, and obviously the topic of what we just listened to, that life is not about me. So often we see the world through our own um, myopic lens. We're nearsighted. We only see things through ourselves. So then the question begins, are you seeing your life through a filter of pain or regret or shame? Chances are your view is skewed. And are you manipulating the people around you to get what you want? Your view is skewed. Are you living life as a victim blaming others or even the system, quote unquote? Your view is skewed. And are you complaining because you don't get opportunities or don't get notice? Perhaps your view is skewed. Many times you and I, we go to this place of inwardness when we're hurting. And even if we feel justified, even if we feel um, maybe it's not fair, um, we go to this place and it causes us just to elevate ourselves onto a pedestal when all we can see is what we feel. But we don't want to stay there because that's a trap and again even if you feel justified even if you feel it's not fair or that it's just ought not to be it's not supposed to go that way you have to take the high road and rise above the immediate situation in order to see a bigger picture and here's the thing if you live a life of generosity and abundance You have a mindset that there will always be more. More opportunities. There'll be more um, times when you can get promoted. More ideas. More creativity. More innovation. But if you live a life that's full of lack or of desperation, you'll see that there's never enough. And know this, that the opposite of life is not death, but the opposite of life is selfishness. So therefore, our life is a constant struggle to stay above yourself. And if you look to any of our great heroes of fables or legends, you know, those of history, you'll find that those that have always risen to a higher echelon of existence They always got out of the way of self-interest. Only good things happen when you get out of your own way. And so that's the first truth. Life is not about me. So let me jump into the second truth. Life is all about me. So there's the paradox, remember? While one element is true, another is truer. If if that's even a word truer. Um, if you've, you know, flown like on a um, an aircraft here recently, you know that a flight attendant, uh, their protocol takes you through the safety features of the plane. And one of the critical pieces is that when there's not oxygen in the air, you're supposed to grab one of these yellow cups that drop out of the ceiling and place it over your mouth and breathe normally, um, which... I think it's really kind of comical because it's going to be difficult to breathe normally. But stay calm, breathe normally. And the interesting part about that is that they recommend you place this, your own mask, on your face before helping somebody else. And in the same fashion, I want you to recognize that you only have one life to live. So the question becomes, how will you live it? And what are you willing to do to avoid regret? What will you let go of in your past hurt or unforgiveness? When will you learn to live freely and lightly? When will you release the past so that you can live your future? Is now the time that you finally evolve yourself into a new way of living? That's the thing is... We don't recognize that our life is valuable. We don't always recognize that our life is a place of power. We get caught up in the day to day. We get caught up in all the obligations and all the responsibilities. And that keeps us oftentimes distracted from being able to put on the mask for ourselves and breathe normally. You're one in seven billion. Do you know that? You are unique. And there is no one just like you. There's no other person that can do what only you can do. And somehow we bought the lie that we must keep up with or surpass those around us. It becomes this whole competitive doggy dog competition with those that we work with or those that are our neighbors or those that, you know, might even be family members. And it becomes an ever encompassing, ever exhausting, self absorbed existence, because once again, we feel like we're never enough. We're living in a place of lack. So therefore, we end up living our entire lives in the shadow of someone else. That takes us to a place where we're far too busy trying to impress or compete and to conquer the lives of other people. And we only become jaded and depressed or complacent in our own. And I'd like to say this. You know, life is like like golf. And if you ever play golf, and especially if you've played with me, you know that I'm terrible. Uh, but it, this is the truth. The harder that you try, the worse that you do. Golf is a game of rhythm. It's a game of ease and letting the club do the work and you find your rhythm and you find um, your technique and then you just let the club do the rest. I think life is a lot like that. We're trying so hard and out of that desperation, out of that lack, we try even harder. And then when that doesn't work, we try even harder and it's a never ending cycle. So what if instead You tried living in a way that you impress or compete or conquer yourself. That might be a very different existence. In order for you to truly have compassion, in order for you to truly live in leadership or have respect for others, you have to first have compassion, value, and respect for yourself when you can lead yourself in that way it's very easy to lead others and that's putting the mask on yourself first so for you you are life itself you determine the quality and the caliber of your existence Your creativity, your love, your empathy, your generosity, your kindness, your friendship, joy, encouragement, and humanity are critically needed in the world. And we need you to step up and be you, to be fully you. And if you're listening to this and you're experiencing something very different, if you're depressed, if you're angry, if you're feeling broken, if you're addicted, I've been there. And my encouragement to you is that you would seek help. You can get through this. There are people with skills and tools and talent to help you out of your debilitating present so that you can move towards an effective and transformational future. And ultimately, for all of you, and for myself as well, I suppose. The challenge is, will we be our most effective self? And in order for us to do so, we need to embrace this place of paradox. We need to get out of our own way, at the same time, value ourselves in the process. And if you want to live a life worth living, it really comes down to filling yourself up so that you can give yourself away. And that's my encouraging words for you today. I love you and I believe in you. And you got this. You're not alone in this journey. And I think if I were just to really boil it down, is if you know my story and you know what I've been through, you know that these words are not hollow, and you know that these words have substance. I've walked out this journey, I spent three years of my life looking inward, feeling sorry for myself, and being a recluse from the world around me. Is that the word, recluse? Um, a hermit? I don't know. Something along those lines. While I was going through my stuff, and I was reading tons of books, and I was listening to lots of um, different teachers and motivational speakers, trying to get my head around who I could or should be, but not from a place of lack, but rather from a place of generosity. I eventually connected with myself in a way that, you know, didn't discount or restrict me. I didn't see myself as lessened because of my current circumstance, but instead I saw myself where I was, was not going to dictate where I was going. And that was a critical component. I had to make that decision for myself. And so my encouragement is for you to do the same. So do you like that? Is that something that encourages you? I'd love to hear about it. Um, If you did, please jump on over to AngusNelson.com. You'll discover more uh, resources like this there. Um, You can jump into the contact page and shoot me a note. I'd love to hear from you there. Also, I'd be really grateful for you for stopping by iTunes and leaving a review. And your words mean a lot to me, of course, but they also may be the words that encourage someone else to come along with us on this journey. And if you have any questions or you want to share your story or just simply connect with me, feel free to email me at hello at com. I'd love to hear from you. And lastly, Thank you so much for listening. It's always a pleasure to have you take your time, your precious time, and invest in yourself and spend your precious moments with this great community. May you live intentionally, love extravagantly, and lead with self-awareness. This has been Angus Nelson, setting you free to be your most effective self. Be amazing. Thanks for listening to the Up in Your Business podcast with Angus Nelson. Find more at upinyourbusiness.co. Remember, that's dot not com.